fans are going wild. They are going wild. Welcome to the 2x2 two two Podcast. I am Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Church. We wanted to let you guys know that uh, we had a hiccup with getting this thing kind of uh, posted last week. It hit our, um, it actually hit our website page faster than it hit our uh, Facebook account. So if you were looking for it, it is available now. So this week you are in luck. <laughs> you get two for the price of one. Oh yeah, podcast this week. But um, for your listening, for your listening and viewing, well, I'm sure viewing pleasure would would be accurate, but listening pleasure might be. I think you're right. Somewhat accurate. Um, And we are here back in our new studio. Just continues to make improvements to the studio. There's all sorts of. It's pretty. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Fancy things from where we came from. From where we started. We started with the green screen library wall, and now we've got. All sorts of good things yeah, in here. We got something so, new every week. It's awesome. Yep, yep. So, and she's doing a good job with that. Um, who knew she was a decorator? No, no. I had no good. idea. If we could just get some questions, that would be. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about that a couple of times. We want questions. I know Harold does a wonderful job of covering every aspect of, of the, the scripture in question in his sermon, but um, we, we want to leave you uh, multiple places. So if you have one, um, if you think of one, and you're watching at home, and there's something in the sermon that you'd like to uh, get clarified or you have questions about, go ahead and put that in. You don't have to put it on here, but we will see that, and we will uh, we will try to answer it on here or we'll at least get an answer. Yeah, for it's you. always good to, to share our services. Uh, we've had some guests lately that uh, started watching online and yeah. uh, end up coming, and so that's always neat when that yeah. happens. And Had one in, in my Sunday school class this week, yeah. which was awesome. So. Yeah. Um, but you want to pray us in, and then we'll yeah. get into this thing. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to talk about your word, and uh, we want to uh, have right thinking. We want to think on things that are true and pure and lovely and commendable and worthy of praise. And, uh, Lord, sometimes we allow our minds to, to go in so many different places, and uh, we're mindless. And so this word is so important. It has been to me, and uh, I pray that... Um, this will be helpful to those who are listening today, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, well, you know, before we get started too too deep, um, that we had talked before about this was one of those sections of Scripture that that I had looked at but never really paid attention to in, in seeing into the mind of Christ, right? The, the, the mindset of Christ, and is it possible for us as, as just mere mortals to, to have a mind and understand what his mind is like? So this was one of those ones for me when when I found out you were going to preach on it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. So well, and this is a passage that I, that uh, in counseling it seems like uh, often we come back to that this verse eight Philippians four eight because people are they're they're anxious about things many of not are not they aren't true to start with right or uh, they're they're not in this list of things that we should be uh, filling our minds with. Uh, men, I've had people just, uh, they're, they're anxious over things like, uh, I, f- I feel like my husband's going to leave me. And uh, just just for an example, and, and sometimes I've said, well, what would give you that? He's never given me a reason to think that. I just think it all the time. And I think, well, you've got to think on things that are true. He right. says he loves you. He's committed to you. He's never given you a reason to doubt that. And, and just go through a whole list of things that are true and say, so when you start thinking about things that, that are not true, then you you've got to get rid of those thoughts and replace it with things that are true. And but the enemy, he loves when we think on oh yeah foolish stuff yeah. and and mindlessness and uh, and so I, I as I worked on this last week, I was really convicted about 
a lot of stuff, especially mindless stuff about negativity. And, uh, and so, uh, uh, it, it was helpful to me just to kind of get a, you said reset before we started, a, yeah. a reset in my own mind <laughs> to say, yeah, I got to quit thinking on, you know, today what's going on is so easy to just yeah. negative, angry, uh, just, we have all this stuff accumulated and, uh, and then we see the news again or we read something new and we just, uh, we go back off the deep end and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this is going on. And, and, and a lot of those things that I'm, have been thinking about, they're not, they're not in this category of, yeah. of true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable. You're skipping ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's sorry. all right. Sorry. So. We, I, I, I made a big leap, didn't I? You did, you did. So, I mean, so I'm going to give the overall, what I thought, listening to it and again i get to listen to it two or three times so i get to really kind of uh, break it down but one of the main points that i had that you even kind of said to me as we were getting ready to come up here this morning was uh the discipline of of taking control of our thoughts you know you hear that a lot right you hear about people go i can't control what pops into my mind and that's somewhat true i mean especially with all the outside sources but you can sure get it out of there yeah right so we we can guard you know if we're mad all the time we probably want to guard how much News we're watching, so we can do some things. You're talking to me? No, okay. <laughs> not unless it's you, fits, brother. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's some things that we probably ought to guard ourselves from. Sure. But but yeah, thoughts do come, and again, there's spiritual battles going on for what's in our minds. Uh, but we do get to choose what to do right. with. You know, we can dwell on certain things and dwell on them for a long time. Uh, you know, I've had people come to me, and especially dealing with addictions, pornography, some of those kind of things. Uh, absolutely, we things can come to our minds, and we've got to kind of have a plan, right? Uh, to how am I going to replace those thoughts with things that are pure and true and lovely and honorable to God, and uh, remind ourselves that uh, we're not our own. We've been bought with a price. Uh, all, all those we have to remind ourselves, and when we begin to remind ourselves of those things, uh, and hopefully the other things are are kicked out, right. and we're thinking about things that are true. And, uh, you know, scripture memory is important. Uh, even this memory of of just take every thought captive for the sake of Christ. Right. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look upon another lady. Just there's certain scriptures for different struggles that we ought to have. Yeah. You know, and, I think about, you know, this particular passage, I think is a good follow up to where the passage in, in Romans where, you know, Paul, Paul says, you know, I've got this thing. I got this thorn in my flesh and I've prayed three times. With forgot to take it from me. He doesn't always take from me, but he sure. he expects you to get your mind right, yeah. so that you can so you can move some of these thoughts. And you know, there's all sorts of speculations to what that thorn was for Paul. But 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 you've got one, or I've got I don't know about you, but you know, yeah. I've got one. And and you know, well, the everybody. enemy knows where our weaknesses sure. are. And sure. He knows that what we can get consumed with thinking about, and um, so we have to guard those things absolutely. Yeah. Um. So Paul gives us some guidelines to consider. Uh, to keep our minds clear and focused on, on what we're supposed to do. And those are whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, anything that is of excellence or worthy of praise. So that's pretty much the whole verse <laughs> that you yeah. started off with. Yeah. So I will ask you something that I get asked quite a bit um, when people that come into my other place of work find out that I work at a church. How do, how do I know what's true? How do I know what's just? How do I know what's pure? I think I have a good answer, but I want to hear your answer. Yeah, so uh, we we know the word is true. There you go. And so we, we kind of got to weigh it with the word. Now, 
like I said, we we got lots of questions today about this virus, what's yeah. true and what's not, right. and people manipulate numbers and and uh, and so we know that there's a virus. We know it kills people. We know that a lot of people don't have symptoms. We know that uh, and so so not to get into to that subject, but we know this is true. We know Jesus is true. Uh, sanctify them by the truth. That word is truth. And so uh, we have to look to this, to, to the Word of God. We, we know that's true. And so, sometimes there, there will be some things that we don't know. Uh, we have to ask the question, is it true? Right. And, uh, and th- this is objective truth. Uh, there are some times where we have to do some research. And, uh, you know, there are certain things that are new that we, we don't know. And right. so we can't spend too much time thinking on things that we don't know if it's true or not. Sure. So, and, and I kind of thought about this um, as, you know, as, as I'm thinking about some of the questions or some of the things that might, um, that I mean, everything about this is applicable today. You know, of course, yeah. I think everything in the Bible is, but this is an easily applicable yeah. section of, of passages of Scripture that you that you preached on. But, you know, as I, I look at my kids who are 25 to 17, that's when really a lot of those questions of, well, yeah. I mean, this doesn't seem so bad and this doesn't seem, you know, this doesn't seem this. But, you know, as a parent, I try to go and, and, and to break it down in the easiest way is go, what, what do you think God would think if, if, of course, he sees you doing it, but if he was in a room with you while you were doing this, what would you, and then is it something still that you think is okay or is it honorable yeah. and it's pure? And, and if it is. Yeah. And some, sometimes if we don't know, we can go down to the next thing. Well, I'm not sure if it's true. Is it honorable? Right. Is it is, is it, it pure? Pure, right. yeah. And to think on on those kind of things. I, I, so uh, this is kind of a list. And like I said, with uh, you know, we might have some circumstances that are just seem overwhelming to us. Well, what we know is that God's in control. Right. God's on the throne. God's faithful. We, we know a bunch of things about God that's true. Right. We might not know some things about the circumstances, or maybe the person we work for. Or, there may be a, some things we don't know about, but we know some things about God, and uh, we know He can work all things for good. We know that He'll be faithful. Uh, we know that when we sin, that He's if we confess, He's faithful. And, just, and so we begin to think about things we know to be true. Sure. And sure. so uh, there's certainly lots of things that we're uncertain about. But yeah, I mean, and you you kind of get that was probably the best answer that that I that you could think of is. You know, if you're looking for something that's true, well, if if you can't decide, go down the list. Yeah. And if it gets yeah. down to the part where is it, is it commendable? Is it is it does it have excellence? Is it worthy of praise? If you can answer no to any of those, then you yeah. probably want to maybe yeah. reevaluate that. And if it's consuming you and it's not for your good, and it you gotta get it out sure. and replace it with what you know to be true. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But the enemy, he wants us to just think on things that'll just uh, mindlessness. Uh, I mentioned, you know. Social media, got to have the latest. I mean, he loves it when we, I mean, instead of reading the Bible, I'm not saying you got to read the Bible all day, but lots of times we just get so, I mean, it starts from the first thing we wake up, we begin to want to check and see what's going on, and, and then it just consumes us. And uh, and we, we are mind, the mindlessness. And again, I was convicted about that last week sure. about uh, not guard and not, not being disciplined in reading things that would be good for my spiritual growth. And uh, it's okay to to have some downtime, and yeah. uh, the problem is when every, when most of our time is downtime, right? Yeah. Well, you, I mean, what, you you got to fill that up with 
with positive spiritual things, right? So, yeah. so we're going to get your 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 segue in right now, which is perfect. So, um, you talked about the ability the ability to push eject, yeah, on these impure things, and um, I think for a long time, you know, there's things for me, and I think everybody kind of kind of knows that I I get angry kind of quick sometimes, and and the Bible says specifically, be slow to anger, be slow. You know, yeah. I don't do a good job of that. Well, if if somebody does something to me. It's easier for me to to just push eject with that than it is for like something angry, which I know doesn't is not pleasing yeah. to him, yeah. right? So again, we go back to that thing where everybody has something yeah. that bothers them. But um, you know, so some things it's easy to push eject, some things it's not. How do you how yeah. do you what is your formula <laughs> for getting those ejecting those bad well, thoughts? I think and we, it could be anything. I think right? we got to know our weaknesses. Right. And so if you're just anger, you got to counsel yourself. Maybe when you're getting ready to interact with someone and say, I, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. I'm getting ready to talk to someone who knows how to push my buttons. Absolutely. And so God help me <laughs> to remember. And if you prepare yourself in advance, right. it doesn't, it's not a fail safe all the time. Right. But that helped. I mean, I used to, after going into ministry, I, uh, there were sometimes I, I, you know, sometimes I see somebody's name show up on the phone or somebody was coming in and, if I could take the time to say, Lord, help me to quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Lord, help me because I know that this could right. make me angry. Within five seconds, they're going to so say something. So to prepare your mind, and that's part of a discipline as well, right. is to be prepared. So it could be something else. It could be lust. you got to prepare your mind. you got to go into the beach. you got to say, <laughs> God, help me. Even I know what my flesh is going to desire. Help me to bounce my eyes. Help me to be intentional. Help me to start immediately because my flesh wants to immediately delight itself right and so depending on what the the temptation is uh, I, I think preparing our mind uh, thinking on the word of God and uh, and asking God for help because uh, the enemy knows our weaknesses and uh, and so just being prepared and asking God and, and there's sometimes well you just you got to stop and and uh, and go and say I, I got to go spend a few minutes with the Lord that I've already started going in a direction that I know is dangerous. Right. And so God help me, forgive me and help me. Yep. And, uh, I, I got to fill my mind, you know, that you know, cast out the demons and seven more move. In. <laughs> we got to fill it with, right. with truth right. and honorable things. Right. So, yeah. So, I agree with that. So, you, so basically, you're pushing those good ones in and, and squeezing those bad ones out. Yeah, It'd be so, the easiest way so to kind of maybe kinda someone it. comes in who's depressed or anxious. You, you got to what? What is it that made you start feeling anxious? Right. Write it down. Now, right. let's. Is it is it even true? Right. Does your boss really hate you, or is that is there any reason that's <laughs> right. you know is it is it even true? Right. And sometimes they say, well, I don't really have any reason to think it's true. Well, then. Why are you worried about it? Yeah. Right. And, and so uh, but, identify but, but, those. As silly as that sounds, I mean, we're, we're all guilty of, yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'll get I'll get kind of anxious about a, a situation where I have to confront not not anybody angrily or, or, yeah. or upset, but I've got to go, oh, man, i gotta I got to talk to this person about this. I feel like it's not going to go that good. And, and you, you get yourself really worked up yeah. before you ever even sure. talk to them. We don't it. even get the other side of it. You, you know, yeah. sometimes we get mad at our spouse. We, we judge their motives. Right, and when they get to explain their motives, we're like, "Oh well, I thought." 
Right. You know, how, how foolish that is. To, <laughs> well, but, uh, you should have filled that in with, I assumed. <laughs> you know what that means. Yes, yes. But, uh, so and so our, our, our thinking needs to change sometimes, and we've got to take thoughts captive for the sake of Christ. And, and as we are taking those captive, I mean, sometimes God shows us our motives and our, our prejudices and our, just some of the junk that's caused us to feel that way towards others. And, right. Uh, but a lot of this so much is our, our minds being right. disciplined with our minds. I, I think is very important. Here's a big one, okay? It is. It, it's a big one, I'm, and uh, I'm excited excited to hear your answer about it. Do you believe that it is cultural or just a human thing to continually forget as believers that we are not our own, that we belong to somebody else, that we have been bought, um, and to go? I mean, I I'm I'm talking about me. When you said that on Sunday, I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should think about that more than two or three times a day instead yeah. of, you, you know what I mean? What What do you think? Why? I mean, it's a wonderful gift that he that he gave us, that he yeah. bought us with his blood. Why are we so quick to, to forget that and then yeah. go, well, I got to get on this on my own and, and do this thing? What do you think? Well, we kind of got this, I'm my own person philosophy, and if it feels good, do it, and nobody's going to tell me what to do. And yet, uh, we have been bought with a price. Absolutely. And uh, we're not for our own. And we're we're to to look like Christ, think like Christ, be conformed to His image, and uh, and that's contrary to the flesh. Right. And uh, our our flesh feels like we ought to get everything that the flesh wants, and so there's this ongoing battle, and we have to recognize it. We have to put to death the flesh, put on. Spirit. I mean, it's like putting your clothes on in the morning. You, you're going to put on the flesh. You're going to put on the spirit. So we got to be intentional about that. Right. I, somebody, I, I don't know, at one time just talked about if the spirit lives in you and you're looking at something sexually immoral, right. the spirit of God, you're, you're taking him along for a ride that he doesn't want oh, to go that on. Was, that was us. We talked about the yeah. when Paul was talking about the sexual sin being the greatest sin because of the spirit yeah. being, you're sinning yeah. against the spirit, yeah. not yourself. Yeah. But just thinking about that, you're like, I don't... I'll stand you up, right? I mean, Holy Spirit. Right. Well, then, after we had that conversation, I got to think, I'm like, he's with me all the time. If I do anything wrong, I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. now, that, which is a good attitude. Yeah. It's a good attitude to have, really. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... But we're always fighting against the flesh and the... the Lust of uh, of the, the, our eyes and, uh, and and but but a lot of that battle starts in our minds yeah. and being prepared for for that kind of stuff uh, it takes some discipline. Yeah, it's a very Martin Luther esque struggle, right? When you think about yeah. it, about just being so you want to be so spirit filled that you you want to be able to to not have these thoughts and and get these things yeah. out and not get but not like him get frustrated with the fact that you got to always go confess and confess and confess yeah. and all this other stuff yeah. but and to know that that Christ did die and and paid for you yeah so that and i think as we mature in our faith i mean there's times where i've just been really discouraged that not that i would have that thought but that i would entertain it right Instead of taking it captive and being transformed by the renewing of my mind, I mean, sometimes we know we need to push eject, and yet the flesh wants to keep thinking. On, I mean, it could be it could be vengeance or something right. that we just 
I want to I want to get them back and Lord I, I don't I don't even want to be convicted right now about this because I want <laughs> let me get them back and then I'll right. confess it. No. Right. <laughs> let me let me let me handle this and yeah. then and then I'll ask for your forgiveness after yeah. I get And then yeah. that's silly. But. That's a bad. I mean it's probably but at the time I mean that's the feeling that you have, you know. Yeah. And that's the one of those things yeah. you got to you got to fight through and I think you know we talked midweek uh this past week and I told you I was having I was having a kind of rough week, you know, and it was one of those things and, and it just seemed to Every day, something would just chip, and something else would just chip. And it was kind of funny. I talked to you Wednesday night. I think it was maybe Thursday or Friday, and it was just out of the blue. I just kind of was – I guess I was cutting hair, and I was just like, you know what, God, I know you got it. You know, I know that, it, yes, it's a bad week, and it's everything's happening making me yeah. feel a little bit worse, but I know that there are there is a better week coming yeah. at some point. So sure. just take – you know, and I just really felt better about it. I felt, got into the weekend, felt really good, and – I was like, man, you know, I should just probably do that every time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> counseling ourselves. I mean, again, yeah. you don't want to talk to yourself out loud. People think you're crazy, but but always talking to yourself about things that are true. And right. God, I don't understand why this is happening, but I I know that you're going to use it in my life and help me to see that. Uh, te- teach me some things. I, you know, we all need to be teachable. And, uh, but but counseling ourselves with truth is uh, is is so important it, oh it really is I, yeah you're right i got some butterscotch oh, i'm stuck <coughs> i promise i'm not such but um so the last thing <laughs> last last question about this and this is one you could probably riff on for a while i'm thinking back to to me in my 30s um i was a believer since i was eight but not a mature believer uh, f- and i use mature as in somebody who reads and somebody who studies, somebody who has some piety towards, uh, towards scripture and things like that. How do I, as a, uh, as a, maybe, um, Christian who's wanting to be more mature, give me a couple of things where I can start. Uh, if it's a book of the Bible, if it's an hour of reading the Bible every single day, um, give me something that, that where I can get my mindset better on the spirit. Yeah. Well, two or three, I mean, obviously the word right. that, uh, you, you know, uh, Reading the Proverbs, mm-hmm. there's some good wisdom in there. Uh, I, I think, uh, again, a lot of people, they don't read. And you don't have to be a reader, but you could read. You could find some stuff. There's there's so much out there. You could read and say, read a chapter a day and, and get rid of some of the mindlessness and be growing. Uh, biographies are good just to see. Yeah. Uh, I started reading something by Francis Schaeffer this morning. Uh, but anyway... Sermons. You can read a chapter a day. If you're not a reader, then 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 take 15 minutes and and read. Uh, be having some spiritual conversations with people. And again, uh, if you have a mentor or an accountability partner, just be having some discussions uh, and, and just some uh, intentional uh, discipleship. Uh, you know, Brad does a little Bible study on Wednesday mornings. It, it's about 20 minutes. It's through a, a, a chapter of the Bible. And uh, it's just profitable to start the day yeah. uh, reading, going through a, a chapter, thinking about that, how to be a doer of the word. Uh, and so I, I encourage people to, you know, to start their day with Bible reading. And uh, and again, it, it's not about quantity, mm-hmm. uh, but be in the word and, and, and meditate on that. Find, find something. Uh, every day, something you know that you just want to to kind of meditate on. This morning, I was reading David. He was this was after his son was killed, but he was just a song of praise. And uh, you know, he he was mourning over his son, 
being killed, and yet he is finally able to turn that into praise to God and God's faithfulness, and he's the refuge to which I flee. Uh, But but starting the day with the Word and and meditating on on just a little bit every day I think is good, and and having some intentionality, and especially the mindlessness. uh, You know, if you're you're watching three hours of TV at night, then then take (laughs) one of those hours and and read a little bit or read something with your spouse or with your children. And uh, If you've got time to do that, you call me. We'll read together. That's a lot of, that's a lot of TV. Yeah, but this, you know, <laughs> First Timothy 4, 7, the end of that verse, train yourself for discipline, gym, right. gym, gymnasia. G- discipline yourselves for the purpose of godliness. Yes. Uh, and, you know, you exercise a lot. But it, I try it, to. It, it's, yeah. it's discipline. Yeah. And... Uh, it's the same way spiritually. It takes some discipline. And some people got to ask God, God, help me to have some discipline. And I yeah, do sometimes. I do all the time. Yeah. All the time. I, you know, Tina and I, we, you know, we, we've talked about this this morning, but um, we, we will pray at night and then pray in the morning. Try to, to pray together. Yeah. After there's one of our kids running around the house, we'll grab them if they want to pray yeah. with us or whatever. But that's every day. Give us, give us discipline to get up. Thank you for letting us get up this morning and go work out and spend some time together. And, and she usually does a devotion. We're sitting on the couch and I'll, I'll read usually something out of the Bible. Yeah. I, I tend to do that because I'm one of those people that need to take a small section and really pour over it. Sure. So we do that, but you know, it's easy to just go, I'm going to roll over. And yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, sure. you know, getting up in the morning to run, you, you don't want to get up, but after you get done running, you're, you're thankful. Same way spiritually. Yeah. Once you spend the time and God shows you something and uh, even, even when we're, uh, struggling in an area, just the, the the spirit's conviction. Oh, when when we turn from that, uh, just the blessedness of of heading in the, the the direction the spirit's going is is a blessing to us. And this will be the this will be the last question on this, and then we're going to talk about some of the stuff coming up at church and and some of the things that are happening. But how important do you think small groups are in? Um, setting people on a path of maturity. Yeah, I think they're important. They, they encourage you to to run the race, and uh, you know you you know uh, that you're kind of studying with some people, right. and you're going in the same direction, and uh, you encourage one another. And uh, you know, we all need some accountability. Sure, and, or somebody uh, that will hold me. Yeah, you know, accountability, especially when 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 I, you know if I'm heading down a direction, somebody that I can call and go, "Hey, man." Yeah, help me out with this. And I, I need that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, the enemy again. He wants to get get us isolated, and uh, we're to encourage one another. And all the more as we see. I mean, don't forsake gathering yourself together. Uh, we see in Acts, they're they're always meeting together and eating together and and uh, breaking the word together. And so uh, I, I think we've got biblical exhortations to do that. And uh, we we've probably by experience seen how important that is. I mean, we've seen people who haven't connected and, yeah. and you know, they're kind of like the, the antelope that gets separated from the pack and become easy prey. <laughs> oh, we, if we're there with the, with the pack, you know, we're, there's some safety there. A little bit harder to, yeah, you know, to, to, yeah, to get kind of plucked <coughs> out of the, plucked sure. out of the thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean that, I think, and also with, with having, setting your mind on the spirit, if you've got, if you've got a group of people, e- even, you know, I look at like my Sunday school class that you know that 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 I had with Greg and Krishna, and it's one of those things we didn't want to miss. 
Sure. Hey, Sunday school class. That's again a little bit different for me because of you, yeah. you know working and and usually running in and out on Sunday morning. But but I couldn't wait to get yeah. back in there with those people that I do life with. Yeah. And if somebody's if somebody's struggling, yeah. you've got a group that picks them back up, yeah. struggling spiritually or sp- struggling physically, you, or and you've or, got somebody who notices it. Sure. I mean, sometimes then you'll notice. You know, why are you so whatever? Mm-hmm. And you think, well. You're right. Right. You know, <laughs> I have been. I've, oh, I've been watching too much news, or I've right. been, you know, I've been listening to this guy, or right. whatever. We are. And so having some people that notice that and love us enough to say, hey, Danny, you, I've been noticing the last several weeks you've been whatever, right. and loving you enough to, and sometimes we recognize it, but sometimes it's uh, powerful when someone points it out to us and say, oh, yeah, I need to make some course corrections. And, re- and receiving that gracefully is important. Now, I have, a, I, I get, hung up on that sometimes i'm like man that's these people are just picking at me and yeah it's like well you know i mean danny picks on my clothes sometimes and i do I, and i know it because he loves me I, it is absolutely because i love you so for uh, sure for sure i <laughs> you've been looking good recently man. you've been having the, you know what i mean you got those flat front pants on with that short sleeve button up i think that's sharp looking you had a suit and you had a coat and pants on this week looking stepping up your game pants on but that, <laughs> Thank you for well you were you tried to wear shorts that one night and that was just for you, it scared me it scared me to death. So all right, we've got some stuff coming up at church that we we definitely need to talk about. We have got we'll start off with the deacon the deacon ballots and and how those are being handled and then we're gonna talk about um this coming up Sunday. We've got child care back. But the deacon ballots came out to every member in an email from Bonnie. And they are also available. Um in paper form here at the church. You can pick one up at the starting point desk and you can vote and turn that in. And they mailed them to our shut-ins. And they mailed them to the shut-ins. So if you have not seen, if you have not been back to church, you've been watching online or whatever, check your email. Um, If you need one, contact the, I mean, if you, if you need one, please contact the office. We will get, we will get that out to you, but that is going on. If you let me come to your house, I'll bring it to you with the mask on. (laughs) If if you want that, I, I miss some of you. I, I miss, I miss the people. I got to see miss. Buddy today, Buddy Rice. He, oh, he's doing good. How's he doing? Yeah, doing good. Hello, Pastor. He's a, a mentor. Yeah, he was a, he's excited. <laughs> he, he is a, he's an encourager just by his yeah. actions. And I like, you know, I always like Buddy Course. Yeah. I mean, I like everybody, but he's one of those ones that always, oh, hey. Yeah. You know, how you yeah. doing? Really? So I'm going to mention before I forget, uh, so new series this week, uh, we can't be doing that, uh, Preventing the Spread of Cultural Christianity, in Matthew 7, 21 through 29 but just pray that you know if there's anybody that's who believes that they have to work their way to to be saved i I pray they might be here sunday or here at sunday and and understand the truth that jesus accomplished everything we need on the cross and it's through faith in him that saves us and not ourselves and uh, that's just a sobering passage that many will say to me lord lord didn't i do all these things and Jesus will say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And so I've been praying already that, that we might have some that get saved Sunday. Maybe some church members who have been con- been deceived about the gospel. And so join me in praying for that. And So we, we you know, to kind of touch on this, it's really weird that I didn't think of this before, but there has been a reoccurring theme in the praise team um, about, I'll put this the easiest way that I can put it, some of the, um, some of the popular... Christian music coming from churches that aren't theologically based kind of the same way we are. I guess that's probably the yeah. best way to put it. And um, 
I guess, you know, my stance on that is that, you know, I, I probably look a little bit deeper than most people to, when it comes to pastors and speakers and, and things like that when I'm watching or when I'm listening to a podcast or watching some of these things. I, I look at the music this way. If I can look at that and go, that is scriptural and that has come specifically from scripture and what it says is, is speaking truth about Jesus or, or speaking truth about what Jesus does for me, I'm okay with it. Sure. Now, do I think that you should go and listen to all the podcasts from some of those people? No. But that's something for you to, to figure out. So this will be good for that yeah. group, you know, that group yeah. of, of 15 that, that that have been kind of together talking about. But it's been, you know, we've, it's come up probably. And that's good. It's healthy, healthy yeah. conversation. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You know, it's great. Um, I, I, I fear sometimes when they go, hey, what do you think about this church? Like, what do I think about the praise band or what do I think? Yeah. <laughs> what do I think about the church in general? But um, it's important to know. I mean, yeah. I, you know, if you feel like yeah. um, that those songs are coming from a place uh, that, that that is not. Well, and, and to get back into what we're thinking. Yeah. I mean, people listen to stuff and it's not truth. Right. And it might tickle your ears, but we've got to have a mind like Christ and say, is that even true? Right. And uh, some of that stuff that you're talking about is it's just not true. Right. It's just prosperity gospel stuff and your best life now. That stuff's not true. And, no. and if you ask me, I'll try to graciously tell you that. We're getting ready to read um, about the church in Smyrna and Revelation in our Sunday school class. And I, I said, if you want a, a hollowing dose of, of truth, yeah. hey, you guys are being persecuted. You're probably going to continue to get persecuted, but your, your, your reward is not here. It's in heaven. So, yeah. you know, it's Absolutely. not very uplifting other than the fact that when you leave this earth, you're, you, that's when you'll get your, you know, and that's kind of. Yeah, kind of Christianity as a whole, but anyway, we digressed a little bit. Yeah, to yeah. Some, which is good. Um, yeah. But pray for, for yeah. services and s- several Sundays. Of, we're going to talk about watered down gospel, uh, low church expectations, uh, moralistic therapeutic deism, where it's all about being good and <laughs> God's going to just see if we're good enough. All that stuff's a lie from the enemy. We just want to talk about those things. Yeah. And then. August the 16th, which is this coming up Sunday, we are we are going to have full bore children's services from birth to kindergarten, right? Or no, all of birth them. to all of them. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah. So, so we are excited about that. 9.30 for that. Beth asks you please to register your child. There's there's a registration for each class for each age group. So yeah. she would she would she's really important that you guys do that. So all ages at 9.30. And then preschool and below for ten forty five. Yep. And then our and that's a big thing because uh, you know not many churches are doing that. We're we're going to be really careful and uh, you know we've tried to make sure we've uh, dotted all of our eyes and crossed all of our t's. We'll do the best we can and do with that. And then what we are calling our full on glow stick jammy jam for Jesus is um, August twenty first. That's a Friday night about nine thirty, and it's going to be a pretty big production. We are looking at it as, as uh, there's a bunch of, bunch of food trucks. There's Pretzelfuls and Taco Oso and um, Dave from Dreamy Whips coming over and, and um, the Kona Ice Truck. But um, we were kind of looking at that as a back-to-school party uh, for, for both grown-ups and children. We are not sure that that's, that's going to be how, you know, that that's going to be sure back-to-school. Back yeah. But it's going to be a party, that's yeah. for sure. And uh, the pastor was just talking about um, – people getting saved this week hopefully and, and and understanding if you do get saved and you want to get baptized outside we would love to talk to you and we would love to talk to you well before august 21st so absolutely get a hold of us and uh 
Anything else that you can think of that's coming up? We got. I think that's it. We we're doing Wednesday night. If you want to come out, we're doing the Sermon on the Mount, going through the Beatitudes right now. That's at six thirty uh, here, with some social distancing. That's been a small group, and and some people are kind of wanting a small group. If you if you just wanting you know a few people, and uh, we invite you at six thirty on Wednesday nights for that. Um, and then our we were we are back to our Studio Three on Friday nights. Uh, we finally got most of the praise team back in town. Everybody was kind of vacationing here and there. So um, we've got one coming up this Friday, so be looking out for that. And uh, other than that, you got anything else? Nope, nope. Well, I'll pray good. us out thank of here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to just come and talk about your word again. And uh, Lord, hope that this time that um, that Harold and I spend is, is beneficial for anybody listening, Lord, are beneficial for us. We just thank you so much for being able to, to, to get into this stuff a little bit deeper. Lord, we just uh, want to lift up our church and all the churches that are that are just continuing to just try to spread the gospel during this time. Lord, it's, it's very challenging and it's at some points frustrating uh, to try to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you're doing the right thing safely. So just be with them. And, and, and we know that overall that you're going to be, at the, we want to keep you at the center of everything that we do. Lord, just again, thank you for this opportunity to serve you and and to uh, and just to, to really get into to your word. Thank you so much for your son Jesus and what he's done for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.